following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Smartdown Boulevard. Welcome to Smartdown Boulevard. We are a pair of smarts that love to talk wrestling, but let's face it. It's just not what it used to be, Jermaine. That's right. My name is Jose Solarzano, and that is the baddest guy around, Jermaine Meredith, live in studio for, I believe, the third time, is it? Second time. Second time. The first time was the Owen Hart special. Yes, and this is the second time I get to grace this studio with my presence and lovely voice. Quite the studio, ain't it? Yes. Museum of Wrestling Action Figures. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Batman, which I'm jealous of, uh-huh. and uh, some other memorabilia. Some, how about that Power Morpher? That might be coming home with me. Yeah, <laughs> sticky, for a price. sticky fingers, eh? Yeah, <laughs> uh, 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 I got the money. Don't worry. Yeah. Woo! Well, actually, you came in and you picked up a nice piece here today, didn't you? I finally got my Alpha Five and Zordon yeah. action figures. So yeah. collection is complete. That's the Lightning Collection. Yes. yes See, it is. there you go. See. You have your stuff. I have my stuff. Right behind me is a wall of wrestling legends. Legends, I tell you. From the Legion of Doom to Vader to, of course, Eddie Guerrero. Both versions, by the way. Championship Edition. And I'm your papi, ese. Yeah. That's, that's a classic. <laughs> that's historic right there. Yes, that is historic. Well, welcome to studio. Thank Boulevard you. Studios, Thank once again. Nice to have you here. Um, yeah, I thought it was the third time. Why am I thinking it's the third time? Oh, we worked on a project here. Together. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we worked on a different project. That's yes, why. Okay, yes. that's right. Great yeah. reviews. Yeah, not wrestling related, but great reviews. <laughs> Those of you who know, know. Uh, today's show is going to be a little bit different. So we're officially in August and SummerSlam is approaching Jermaine. So yes. because of that, we're going to, I guess, commemorate the event by every Friday in August. We're going to watch one classic SummerSlam match. Now, this doesn't mean that it's going to, it's the greatest SummerSlam matches. It could be just matches that live in infamy. Uh, performers <laughs> that live in infamy yep. as you're about to listen to later on in the show because yep. this week, Jermaine chose one match. Next week, I'm choosing my match. The third week in August, it's going to be a match that we both come into uh, agreement with that should be watched by everybody. And then the fourth week, the week after WrestleMania, sorry, SummerSlam, we will be watching the best match, according to us, during this year's SummerSlam, that will take place on a Saturday, which is crazy. Yeah. And just to let you guys know, we'll be hitting you up with a two-for-one. If I'm looking at the calendar here, on the 22nd. 22nd no, that's the sentence on the 23rd. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. SummerSlam's yes, on yes. the 21st. Yes, yeah. you're right. You're it throws right. everything off. Yeah, it does. Be the first time ever, but it will be an interesting SummerSlam. So that's what we're doing to commemorate the SummerSlam uh, month, I guess, in August. So we're going to be doing watch-alongs. And today's watch-along is just going to be, um, man, I haven't watched this one. We're going to be watching. Jermaine, which one did you choose? Just A comedic match. <laughs> Shawn Michaels versus Hulk Hogan. Oh, my gosh. We're going to watch this. The Battle of Egos. Yep. <laughs> the bat- Ego versus Egos. Now, this is not Icon versus Icon. This is Ego versus yeah, Ego. Definitely. Crazy. Um, I haven't watched this match probably since, I don't know. Definitely watch it the, the, like when it happened in 2005. Maybe once during the Shawn Michaels, like, he released a commemorative set. Yeah. And it was in there. Yeah. Maybe in 2010, 11. I haven't watched it since. So, this is going to be quite the throwback. Yeah. Same. I've only watched it the one time back in 2005, and then 
go back just for laughs and giggles to watch it. Yeah. Clips. Here I feel, yeah, like, I feel like it makes great clips. Yes, you know? it does. But it's going to be a whole different experience from beginning to end. Yeah. Which is what we're going to do later on. We're going to talk about WWE because WWE continues to release people. It's never ending. Yeah. It's mind boggling the type of talent they're releasing. Yes. They don't feel any way just giving up these guys. No, they don't. I guess they, I guess Vince really meant what he said. Well, see, this all stems from those comments where he says he doesn't consider AEW competition like he considered WCW back in the day. And if they want more talent, we'll give them more talent. That's so. We can help them out. Yeah, that's such. Oh, my God. And then he, again, Bray Wyatt, Mr. Wyndham Rotunda was released. Two days after. Two days after. Yeah. He was right. You know, he lived up to his word. And by the way, Bray Wyatt, when you think about it, he was a, he's a main event player, really. I mean, yeah. sure, he wasn't booked properly over the last year or so, of course. I mean, just watch his WrestleMania match this year. But he was a main event player. Definitely bigger, I think, than Andrade. Bigger than Christian at the moment. Oh, bigger sure. than Miro or, you know, Rusev. So I think definitely um, if AEW acquires Bray Wyatt, it would be a big acquisition. Right. Well, he's going somewhere because he teased on his Instagram, "Cult of Wyndham coming soon." Oh my so, gosh! There's so many possibilities there. Who knows? He could be the new leader of the Dark Order. Oh my god! I hope not. You mean the Dark Order? Yeah. <laughs> they won't give up on them. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Listen, whatever he does, and here's the thing: this is why it's a big loss to WWE. He's creative. He's a creative person. He gives he gives everything all in. Great promos. Great promos. Yeah. Great performer, no matter who you put him in there with, yep. if you book him properly. And obviously, he's a team player because he'll do things that he probably doesn't agree with, yeah. but he goes out and does them anyway. Yep. So he's, he's a big loss to WWE. I don't know what led to it because he, from the beginning, the Fiend character was introduced, Jermaine, and we were there at SummerSlam yeah. here in Toronto a couple years ago. They released his mask, the Fiend mask. We went to the Superstore at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. We saw it there. They released it. It was sold out the same day. So from day one, The Fiend has been a merchandise, high merchandise seller. And I'm surprised that they let go of something like that. Like, WWE usually tries to keep that, no. right? And there's, and I mean, he still was capable of putting on matches. I don't know what his mental state was. I know there's a lot of people out there saying that the death of uh, uh, Luke Harper, Brody Lee, really affected his life. Yeah. That might be it. We don't know until he says something. But that's another thing. I don't know if Wyndham or Bray Wyatt will ever say this out loud to, say, a Jericho podcast or to something like that, you know? He seems very reserved. Yeah. I don't think he's the one to really speak his mind, but who knows? If he goes to AEW, definitely he'll be on Jericho's podcast. Seems like that's the rite of passage. Yeah. Or Jericho (laughs) will be begging him to do the podcast. Yeah. Probably pay him. (laughs) Probably, yeah. Please do it, man. Please do it. Yeah. Well, I'll give you some steaks, some <laughs> Omaha steaks. <laughs> um, I think he's a big loss. He's a big loss, um, and honestly, whoever signs him, they're they're gonna get a, a A plus player for sure. They really are, definitely. Yeah, I was shocked. I, I didn't. I didn't think there's so many other wrestlers that still have to be released, in my opinion, which is another topic in itself. Even Marie, N- let it go. N- <laughs> say, let it go. Let it go. Have you seen her, though? <laughs> no. She's... Oh. No. 
Okay. No. That's a different conversation. No. Okay, aside from her, who would you let go? Oh, man. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> the fact that you don't know his name, that's a good indication that he should be like... <laughs> Otis. Okay. And his uh, tag team partner. Chad Gable. Yep. Okay. You don't think he's underrated? I think Chad Gable's underrated. He's just floating in obscurity. He's not really doing much. He's what Velveteen Dream, rest in peace, uh, <laughs> would say is a vanilla midget. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Probably. He is. Yes. Um, I'm thinking more, think about the 24-7 division. Thinking about Tazawa. Oh, get rid of Ricochet. Yo, sorry, I don't like him. Yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> I know you don't. But he's talented, man. Him and John Morrison were putting on clinics a couple weeks ago. Doesn't matter. <laughs> what's he? What's he done since? Yeah, I know. He's just kind of like just floating, have great spots, just That's treading it. along. Yeah. You know, just going. There. Yeah, it's just like a spot monkey thing. That's it. Yeah, go to AEW and f- do flips and dives over there. Join the, the club. The young bucks would love you for it. Oh, they would. <laughs> Join private party. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's so many ways out there. But I digress. We digress. Um, Bray Wyatt, wherever he goes, Wyndham Rotunda, best of luck. Um, yeah. It's a shame. Um, I have, with that being said, I have two Bray Wyatt figures <laughs> that if you want to buy, I have. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I'll be posting those <laughs> later on. <laughs> on sale now. On sale now. Another release. Your boy. Ric Flair is officially a free agent. But I kind of saw this coming. I mean, I think it was you who sent me the photo of him and Jim Ross together drinking. And Jim Ross is drinking water. And (laughs) Ric Flair has like a triple shot of like whiskey or something. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It was fantastic. Oh, my gosh. But here's the thing. Is Ric Flair an asset to AEW? Is he an asset to anywhere else he goes? I feel like there's only quality in Ric Flair in WWE because of the history. Because if Ric Flair goes to AEW, he's no different than an Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, Dean Malenko. Like, really, what's what's he going to do? There could be a Four Horsemen reunion. Another stable. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I lost, lost count. count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But is he worth that? Is he worth just for that one moment? And are the fans even going to appreciate it in AEW? Well, they appreciate anything. They appreciate crap. Well, apparently... You know? Rick Flair said that Tony Khan is one of his best friends. <laughs> and he said in the past that he respects him enough never to offer him a deal. But I guess things have changed now, right? Yeah. Rick Flair's definitely going to AEW. He feels like he has lots to offer in the wrestling business still. Whether that's behind Andrade, which I hope not. Mm-hmm. But who knows? I just see. I'd like to see him with MJF. Yes, That'd be good. that would be interesting. Actually, now yeah. that you mentioned that, it just clicked. Once you said that, I'm like, yes, that would work. Yeah, that yeah. would work. You know, but I don't know how much more can Ric Flair give. That's the thing. Yeah, he's up there because Tony Khan ain't gonna pay him a measly wage, <laughs> right? I mean, Daddy. if he's. If he's paying Private Party, Sonny Kiss, uh, Lance Archer, all these guys decent money, yeah. Ric Flair's going to want more. He's a legend. This is a wrestling legend. He, you know, this, is, yeah. this ain't a guy from developmental or just coming up in 205 Live. You know, this is Ric Flair. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, of course, Vince McMahon, I mean, ever since Ric Flair came back to WWE, 
um, before even evolution, right? Like yep. Vince McMahon never really gave him a push because I mean, yeah. it's just he's he's way past his prime at that point, right? But if it wasn't for Triple yeah. H, who knows what Ric Flair would have been during those times, right? That's true. And um, it's it's sad. He just can't let go. I know. He can't let go. He can't just ride off into the sunset. No. He's got to no. be in the battle constantly. Yes. And that could be to his to his loss at times. Yeah, like, honestly. Overexposure of a legend like that. Yeah, it's not doing so much for your stock. No, it's yeah. not. It's not, but remember, all his exes were real exes, so I think he has a lot of bills to to still pay. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I think, what, four or five wives, yeah. ex-wives. Um, well, do you think this was a loss to WWE? Ric Flair? Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, no. Yeah. No, I don't think so. And I think Vince McMahon realizes that. Yeah. You know, at this point in age, Ric Flair, I mean, look at the way they were booking him. Yeah. Being put down... Right, Lacey Evans' baby daddy. Yeah, like weird storylines, yeah. right? He was just kind of becoming a caricature of what once was a legend, right? And I yeah. guess Ric Flair doesn't want to be treated that way, right? Yeah, he, so. WWE had different a different vision for him. Now, obviously, he has a different vision for himself in yeah. his senior years, obviously. So, yeah. either way, I mean, he's still a legend. I mean, I've never been a to me, Ric Flair. I don't even know if he's in my top 25, man. I don't know, like, personally. Yeah, I agree. Maybe he's in my top 25. I'm not sure. I don't remember the list I made. But definitely one of the greats. And sure. I would be happy if he were to just lay low yeah, and appear once in a while. Like a Legends contract. A legit Legends contract. Yeah. Not a weekly persona that we need to see anymore. Like an Austin. Yeah, look at Steve Austin. Yeah. He knows how to lay low, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, that I respect, yeah. right? But yeah, Ric Flair being released officially by WWE, um, they decided to even do a post. I, I don't know even if it merited a post, but yeah, um, that's going to be interesting. Some fans were upset that they didn't wish him good luck in his future endeavors. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Because they wish Bray Wyatt, obviously, good luck in his future endeavors, but not... I was looking at the comments, and but some Rick, of these fans, man, they were so upset that WWE let go Ric Flair, and some of the sarcastic comments made me just crack up laughing. Somebody wrote, oh, this young up-and-coming Ric Flair is probably going to take his talents elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, it's not a big loss. It's not. No. It's not. I mean, you really He's think... way past his prime. Way past his prime. Even the little bit he was he contributing... He walked down the ring. That's what I'm saying. Like, the thing he contributed was kind of cringeworthy. Like, he just didn't have to yeah. be there anymore. Kissing girls at, or distracting people for Charlotte? Like, no. No, yeah, no, no. It's more of a detriment to Charlotte than anything at that point. Yeah, because Charlotte right. does not need no. Flair in her corner. She doesn't. She doesn't. She needs to... She already has a last name. We get it. Yeah. You know? She has her own solidified legacy. Exactly. Does not need Ric Flair. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. I mean, wherever he goes, cool, Ric Flair, Four Horsemen reunion. Yeah. After that. Who cares? Who knows? Who cares? You know, yeah. he's not going to wrestle. Who? Which promotion? <laughs> do you think AEW would be crazy to let him wrestle? I think. Because I think that's what Ric Flair wants. I think I, Jericho would stop it. I don't know. Jericho is. I think Jericho. <sighs> Has enough sense to not let that happen. I don't think so. Because 
<laughs> we wish Ric Flair and Bray Wyatt good luck in their future yes, endeavors. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Excited to see what Bray Wyatt does next. Excited to see what Ric Flair does next, too. Um, <laughs> young man. Yeah, young man. Young man from uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yep. Attention, Smarks, calling all Smarks. We want to talk to you about our friends over at Anchor. Many of you are listening to us on Anchor already, but if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. It's free. It's free? Yes, free. And after hearing what Anchor can do for you, you still won't believe that it's free. All right, I'm listening. Continue. So on Anchor, you can use creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It is that simple. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more audio streaming platforms. And did we mention that it is all free? All free. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you ever thought about starting your own podcast, now is the time to do it and use Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now, back to the boulevard. Welcome back to Smart Down Boulevard. Okay, so like we said, for the month of August, because it's SummerSlam later on this month, we're going to be doing a watch-along. So this, these shows are going to be extra packed in August, Jermaine. So this week, Jermaine gets to pick his match that we might want to uh, discuss. Now, these are not the best matches of SummerSlam. They don't have to be. They could be. They don't have to be. They can be these matches that are going to live forever in infamy. And Jermaine, I digress to you, my friend. Red carpet is rolled out for you. Please introduce this one. And why did you choose? Well, you know, go ahead. So this is SummerSlam 2005. Stacked, by the way. Stacked card. The heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, up against the immortal Hulk Hogan. I chose this match <laughs> simply because it's a hilarious match <laughs> and a lot of politics and backstage stories yeah. that went behind what we're about to see right now. Yes. And it's it's a story that has lived on. <laughs> Shawn Michaels has shared about this match. In Q&As, public Q&As, mm-hmm. he said this wasn't his finest moment. And he might have handled it the wrong way. <laughs> but it's understandable mm-hmm. why he conducted himself the way he did in this match. Because a lot of broken promises and egos butting heads. Right. So what we're about to see here is a battle of the egos. Yes, this is not icon not versus pretty. icon. <laughs> yeah. no, this is not icon versus icon. This is ego versus ego, pretty much. Definitely. Yes. Um, for all of you who want to watch along with us out there, if you have the WWE Network, we're available, or Peacock, um, go to SummerSlam 2005 from Washington, and the timestamp is 2.26.14. 2.26.14. This is just before Mike Kyoto rings the bell. And this classic takes place. So that's 2.26.14. I'm going to count 3, 2, 1. Go at go. Press play. And we will watch along this great match that Jermaine chose here to start us off in August. So here we go, Jermaine. And, you know, we'll give our analysis and our thoughts throughout the match, of course. So here we go. In 3, 2, 1, go. 
There we go. Okay, Jermaine. So, in hindsight, we're about to see a classic. Yeah. On paper. On paper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, these are, you know, two legends, of course. So much so that my voice cracks. Uh, <laughs> big fight feel. Yeah, of course. But, oh, these people are so mistaken. There we go. <laughs> now, that's not exaggerated no, that much. No. Because right. he's done the same thing to the Rock. Yes. Okay. The shenanigans haven't really started yet. Do you want to count? Let's count how many shenanigans happen. All right. Just for fun here. And by shenanigans, folks, we're talking about overselling to the highest degree. Mm. Uh, that was a bit sus. Half point? Yes. Half point. Get another piece of paper for that. So right now you're just like, okay, they're feeling out each other. Perfect beginning of a match. Quite typical, really. You know, Hulk Hogan still looks pretty good at this point of his career. Um, I mean, I'm not expecting him to do flips and dives, but you know, you get what you get. Shawn Michaels, of course. I mean, still, honestly, great shape. Yep. Still the HBK that we love. Do I have that figure? Somewhere. I love the 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 McDonald color. I always say the whole color. Tie dye. Yeah, the tie dye. <laughs> Brother. Oh, Mike Kyoto getting in the way. All right, count your What is that move called? The uh, elbow. Uh, Shoulder, shoulder block. Yeah. So shoulder, shoulder block out to the ring. <laughs> you know what's funny? Like Shawn Michaels doing these over the top things or doing this over the top sell here. You got to be pretty confident in yourself that you're not going to injure yourself doing something like that. Yeah. Because you can you can injure yourself by you know doing those over the top sell and bumps, right? Yeah. But Shawn Michaels just like, nope. I'm on a mission. Screw it. Yeah. <laughs> now you said about backstage politics, Jermaine. As we watch here. I'm guessing the backstage politic is that, from what I heard, yeah. is that Shawn Michaels wanted to do a trilogy. Yeah. And he wanted to win the first one, Hogan to win the second one, and the third one, Hogan would obviously get the praise. Yeah. Uh, but make money off of this. Make a program. And it wasn't supposed to be a heel versus face thing. It was just supposed to be two great legends going yeah. at it type of thing? Yeah. Okay. I would have been down for that. Because that's money. Yeah. But... That's a no for me, brother, right? Yep. yep. But why? I don't understand Hogan. I think it, he just wanted to make his money and get out of there. That's two. Because he claimed back issues. Three. <laughs> yep. Four. Five. <laughs> oh. oh. Six. Seven. <laughs> oh. And seven. Oh. Yeah, just over the top, really, with Shawn Michaels. But how... This is very childish. This is what we call 1997 Shawn Michaels. Oh, number eight. 
<laughs> you know, in a way, it kind of works, though. A bit. A bit. Because it's Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Because Hulk, he hulks up, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, okay, you're ridiculous. Let me be a little bit more ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, Hulk, you're saying Hogan said he had back problems. He just wanted to make his money and go. Yeah. But imagine how much money he could have made. And that doesn't mean that they had to wrestle every pay-per-view. They could have stretched this out, really. Yeah. Because this is SummerSlam. So, apparently, Michaels found out it wouldn't have been a trilogy shortly before this match. <laughs> what, what are we at, 10? Yeah. <laughs> oh, after this match, he found out it wasn't going to be a trilogy? Before. Oh, before, oh right before. Why. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, that's why he's acting like a little yeah. child. Yes. Yeah, I'm kind of torn. Like, it looked so much worse back in the day. Or, you know, this match living in entry. Because it is over the top, obviously. It's overselling to the highest degree. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Like, Hulk Hogan um, hulks up. He doesn't sell things sometimes. So. Uh, and this is still the feeling out process, too. Yeah, I know. Listen to that classic Jared commentary, though. I mean, oh, uh, was that 11? 11. I wonder if they called it before or they're just calling it in the ring. That was a big bump. Um, obviously, there's spots that they're probably going to nail, but a lot of it's probably just being called in the ring. A straight right hand. Last I looked, the right hands are not legal. Hogan sets a little early. Michaels takes advantage. Speaking of kicks, Shawn Michaels is going to have to at some point. I think if he has any chance to get a victory here, he's going to have to hit that super kick. Yeah, and all it takes is just one kick. What are your thoughts on him doing the chop? Time and time again, it can happen in the blink of an eye. I like it. I don't mind it. And he's technically a heel here. you are expecting it, Yes. Okay. He was doing chops on. I was watching a Shawn Michaels match. I forget who was doing it to. Undertaker. Because uh, he was he was doing it a lot. I think. But see, my problem was when he used the chops. Sometimes it just didn't make sense. Like these guys were like punching him and clubbing him with like you know forearms and everything, and he would go for a chop. It's like, you know, how much is a chop going to do damage compared to a, to a fist or a forearm? Exactly. Right? It just, I guess maybe that's my problem with it. Here it's fine because it's still in the feeling out process. Uh, see, that's, cla- okay, so that's 12 because he would have just done that. Yeah, that's 12. Oh, this is my favorite here right though. though. So those slaps are pretty uh, stiff there. Yeah. Look at Shawn Michaels makes wrestling look pretty. He does. He makes you just fall in love with the art. He falls so gracefully. Yes. Uh, the famed Spanish announce table. Por qué? Por qué? The guy looks more like a fan than anything else. Yeah. 
See, this is one thing that just kind of disappeared too from WWE is like the photographers on the side. Yeah. Like one day they just magically disappeared. But they were so pre- prevalent in, you know, mid 2000s and they beforehand, were. you know, yeah. like the photographers around the ring. Oh my gosh. Oh man. The, the, you know, I wish, honestly, looking back here, I wish there were a trilogy. It's, it's money that they lost. Big time. Honestly. Honestly. Oh, Hogan. Hogan's shoulder. And Hogan, what's he going to do with Michaels here? Come on, brother. His temple or the side of his face went right into that steel ring post, and here comes Shawn Michaels. That's that's a big difference maker in this match. Hogan now looks to be almost out on his feet. See, spots like that make make me think that they didn't discuss some things beforehand, like just calling it, right? Yeah. You know, I'm not surprised that this match ended up being the way it was because, again, Hulk Hogan, business for himself, his biggest mark, right? He's yep. his own biggest mark. HBK, difficult to work with in the past. This yep. At this point, he wasn't that difficult. No. But he knew that he could still get away with certain things in the ring. Yeah. Right? And uh, I'm not surprised that this was what came out of it. It's a shame because... Well, this is their first time ever wrestling each other, right? Yeah. And I think it was the only and time. I wonder why. Now, could you say... Would you say that Stone Cold and Hogan would have gone the same way? Most likely. Yeah. Because who wins there? Who goes over? In my opinion, it would have to be us. But uh, that wouldn't work for some people. <laughs> That's a no for me, brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hogan's busted. He's uh, bleeding like a what? Bleeding like a stuffed pig. Yeah. Oh. It always breaks my heart. I don't know why. Seeing Hogan flare yeah. bleed because they're so old. Flair at WrestleMania 18 against oh. Undertaker. His hair was Somebody red. Threw paint on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Can we get a pint of red paint, please? Here, Flair. Throw it on your head, pal. Literally, there was no gray. Yeah. On him. Ooh, it's in his eyes. Yeah. See, that looks. Oh my gosh. Matches with his uh, pants there. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some color, brother. Yeah. Where's the blade, brother? Man, every, every time I watch a Hogan match, Bret Hart's so right. It's the same moves, you know, it's the same spots. He doesn't do much. 
He just plays his greatest hits. He plays his greatest hits, yeah. But there's still something larger than life to me Yeah. with Hulk Hogan. I don't know what it is. Even, like, you know, we've met Hulk Hogan. Yep. We've had the pleasure of meeting Hulk Hogan, and he's been nothing but gracious and yeah. an amazing person to me. He gave me the time of day a couple times. Uh, he gave you the time yep. of day. He was talking to you. Like, yep. just a regular person. Yeah. But he's still this larger-than-life figure. Man. Yeah. I don't know what it is. He's, he's just his icons and personalities that will live forever that are larger than life. And to me, he's one of them. Yeah. Shawn Michaels? Oh, look at that. That's kind of gnarly, too, you know? The thing. Smells like iron. Iron and sweat. See, it's for sure. Like we say, wrestling is just not the same anymore. We would never get this on WWE television anymore. It'd be black and white. Yeah. Blurred out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's not like we need it all the time. But for certain rivalries and situations... You need it where it counts. Yes, yeah. exactly. Not overusing it. He's going to Hulk up on three. Of course. This, this spot to me has always been like, eh. I don't really see it that much anymore. Yeah, I don't, no. Which is I good. I liked it. Which is good, you know. I think the last time that happened was with Roman Reigns face Kevin Owens. But that was like a last man standing match or something like that. Oh. Or, so it kind of kind of made sense in a way. But. Oh. I think that's uh, 13. Uh, yeah. I love when Hogan co- like co- starts co- convulsing. Yeah. Too much blood out of me, brother. <laughs> but yeah, Hogan, again, larger than life. Um, it's crazy. Uh, Shawn Michaels, again, a legend. Great. But to me, he's just like, he's another guy. Yeah. Get back to a vertical base. I don't know if Hulk can even see the ropes with all that blood in his eyes. Michael sending Hulk. No, Hogan counters, reverses, and Michael flying forward. Kip up. Oh. There you go, Charismatic. About to hit some sweet chin music. Yeah, just charismatic man. Just knows how to work that, the crowd. Yes. That's Shawn Michaels again, making wrestling look pretty. Yeah. And the crowd loves it. Yep. Whether they love him or hate him, he knows. Yep. And folks, if you're wondering why Shawn Michaels doesn't have a patch of hair there on the left side of your screen, on the right side of your screen, there, courtesy of Bret Hart. <laughs> you know that? Really? They got in a backstage uh, fight, and this is rare too. When Shawn Michaels misses um, the, the elbow from yeah. the top rope, that's rare. That, when 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 did you ever see that? But now, you never see that. Yeah. Oh, oh. Kyoto. He took one for the team. Are about to happen, probably. Of course, always. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, they were having a backstage fight. They, sorry, um, they fought in the, you know, back in the Attitude Era, before the Attitude Era, '97, before Survivor Series. They had a big fight backstage, and Bret Hart just grabbed a piece of Shawn Michaels' hair, just pulled his hair out. Another kip up. <laughs> um, and story is Jim Cornette tells the story, which is hilarious. The Michaels walks in with a clump of hair, his own hair, puts it on the table and tells Vince, this is an unsafe working environment. (laughs) So that's why Shawn Michaels doesn't have hair on the left side of his head. Oh, this is such a heel move. Did you see what he said? He was on the top rope. He's like, you want Brett? 
Oh, yeah. Yes, because the fans are saying, you screwed Brett. You screwed Brett. Oh, my gosh. Calling an audible. And that's the thing. Like, not only having the, the crowd in the palm of your hand, but listening to them yeah. and playing with their emotions. Because he's about to do something on the top rope, yeah. and he's just like, oh, you guys want Brett? Yeah. I'll give you Brett. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, a horrible-looking sharpshooter. Oh, yeah. Almost as bad as the Rocks version of it. But. Four out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> How about a negative four out of ten? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Hogan looks like a shrimp about to be <laughs> grilled on the barbie. His mustache is yeah. just red. <laughs> now, Jonathan Coachman was saying, Hogan tap twice. But I think if you tap, it's three times, right? Yeah, it's. it's three What's the times. rule there? It's one, two, three. Like, yeah, like maybe even four because it is. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Hogan looks just Gruesome. defeated. Don't tell me. Ref Don't spot. tell me a third ref's gonna come. <laughs> ref spot number. Two. Kyoto's down. This no name is down. Uh, that I believe would be Chad Patton. I think that was yeah. Man, back when you know your refs, eh? Yeah, back when refs were actually known. Oh. He's fighting himself. Low blow. <laughs> right in the Hulkamaniacs. <laughs> right in the little Hulkster. Yeah. <laughs> right in the Terry Boleas. I couldn't agree more. Shawn Michaels is still in the show, just like he always does. Michaels a steel chair. This weapon now. Two things I want to experience. First of all, being in a wrestling ring. <laughs> and number two, this got to hurt. But how much? <sighs> Let's hear the impact. Oh. You know, Shawn Michaels put some extra force on that, probably. That. And that, that was right on top of the head. It was yeah. even like on the forehead. <laughs> He's convulsing. <laughs> A la Devon style. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. Oh, just a beautiful elbow, man. No one has ever landed it. A lot of people say Macho Man's is better. Uh-uh. I think Shawn Michaels' elbow is just... Like the, the way he just Yeah The way he hooks it in the air Yeah the movement And the way he lands Just so gracefully yep. Greatest super kick Of all time Yes Jermaine You can't call it super kick It's sweet chin music Sweet chin music Tune up the band man 
And that's exactly what John Michaels has done tonight. Michaels knocked out Hogan once with Sweet Tin Music. If he does it here again, he'll this, remember it forever. This is the American way, the aggression, the challenge, the challenging yourself to get it done. Mm. He got it. He got it. It's over. It's over. Is it over, folks? It's over. It's over. Come on. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> no, brother. That's today, brother. I, I said that doesn't a, work for me. Yeah, it doesn't work for me, brother. It's a no for me. <laughs> Guy looks like he just like dove into a vat of ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> this moment brought you in part by Heinz. <laughs> and that's all she wrote. Look at oh, 14. <laughs> Even Hulk was just like, he's like, what the hell? I didn't know I had that much power. <laughs> Look at all this. When Hulk would do this, my grandma would just be like, Come on, just hit it with, hit it with the leg drop. It's over. And like, you can see Hogan, like, probably, like, thanked him and, like, you know, he's like, Thank you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> that match was actually not bad. Not bad. No. Yeah. I think, again, John Michael's got his stuff in. Yeah, yeah. He did get his stuff in. Hogan got his old, you know, his yeah. work up to the to the Hulk. Uh, Hulk he played up. his greatest hits. He did. Um, you got your ref spot. You got your chair spot. Yep. Shenanigans. Um, yeah. Playing with the crowd. Again, not the greatest match. No. Ever. But a match that obviously is remembered for certain things and will always live yeah. it in for me. Had Shawn Michaels. I understand what he did, what he did. Had he been professional about it, yeah, we could have probably got a match that we probably would have remembered for the right reasons. True, true. You got to remember, this is Hulk Hogan later in his career, too. Yeah. The fact that he's still putting on these matches and, you know, blading himself. After, I think next year's SummerSlam was his last WWE match. Yeah. Against Randy Orton. Randy right? Orton, yeah. Yeah. Didn't he? He's never lost at SummerSlam. Wow. That doesn't work for me, brother. <laughs> now, see, here would have been the perfect time to continue the rivalry. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to continue something here? Foe shake hand. Shawn Michaels do something despicable. Keep it going. Get some more heat on him. Nope. But no. And the whole thing, Shawn Michaels, you know, he was a heel this whole time. And this is the double turn that they always do, that they yeah. try to do. He said, I just, Hulk, I had to know if I could beat you for myself. Yeah. He couldn't, obviously. Yeah, he needed this for himself, see? So now. But he did some pretty heelish stuff yes, before this. So. Who can forget the classic Larry King yeah. promo? Yeah. And when he played Bret Hart's music on Raw in Montreal. In Montreal. Yeah. Who's your daddy, Montreal? Yeah. 
Oh, Canada. <laughs> oh, how I hate this place. <laughs> So now Shawn Michaels goes back to being a, uh, a face. Yep. White meat baby face. Oh, yep. And uh, what would ultimately lead to those classic matches with The Undertaker and, yep. you know, DX and uh, that final run, really. There you go. That's a, that's a legend right there. A legend at that time, of course, and uh, a living legend now, yeah. really. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore of wrestling. You can agree on that, right? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Well, that was the first watch-along of four for this yeah. month, Jermaine. Thank you for choosing this one. Clearly, it was a good... This is the third time ever watching this match for me, and uh, not as bad as I ever thought it was before, yeah. before you know? Definitely... Uh, I remember having this on DVD. Oh, yeah. 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 Hey, man, Hulk Hogan and Shawn Michaels were on the cover. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is the main event here in Washington, and what a main event! I've watched this many times. And this is not only like the main event, but the whole card is stacked. And I'm debating whether next week to have another match that was in this pay per view to showcase. But I'm kind of. (laughs) I have another one that I'm thinking about. Actually, I have three in mind. I was going to actually choose a different one for today, but I'm saving that. You're going to save that one? Yeah. Yeah. So we might get to those, but this is a great way to start uh, SummerSlam. A month here on the boulevard we're gonna say our goodbyes here um as hulk hogan works the crowd and does his little uh he's posing his posing and yeah brother pump it as the blood dries on his face um jermaine thank you for coming to boulevard studios thank i appreciate it and uh, we'll see you next week with uh some more wrestling of course and a second watch along uh from summerslam We'll, yeah. we'll see which one. Um, until next time, Smarks. If you're going to take a bump, Jermaine, uh, let them know what to do. Tuck your chin in. And remember, Smarks, you can listen to past episodes of The Boulevard on all the major audio streaming platforms, including Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. We come at you every Friday of the year with a new episode, and occasionally we hit you with those two-for-one-week specials on Mondays and Fridays. Keep it here to find out when those special weeks happen. For more content to connect with us and for all things wrestling-related, find us on Instagram at SmartdownBoulevard. That's at SmartdownBLVD to keep the conversation going. This is Smart Down Boulevard!